Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. I am Mark Aflalo, Montreal. Thank you guys so much for being along for the ride. You can follow us online everywhere. It is at your tech report. We've got an exciting interview lined up. And on the line with me right now is Gaurav Bradu, who is a product manager at a company that I am intimately familiar with, which is Logitech. And, and uh, when I say intimately familiar, Gaurav, it's because I think I own every product that, that Logitech makes, whether it's the MX Keys keyboard or the or the mouse that I'm showing you here in the Zoom conversation um, or, or the circle view cameras that I've had around my house, which the reason I bought is because... When I went down this rabbit hole of smart home devices, I had to make a choice. Unlike some people who kind of just buy things here and there, I said, okay, everybody in my house uses an Apple device. There's this great platform called HomeKit, and being in this tech world, I knew what it was all about, and I knew where it was going. I said, I have to pick one platform and stick with it. So I went HomeKit, so when the Circle doorbell, uh, I just gave away what we're talking about. When the Circle cameras came out, and they were... HomeKit compatible or getting HomeKit compatibility, I was so super excited because there were so few devices out there that were HomeKit compatible in that market. Now, here you guys are again doing something. It's a consumer first, introducing the Logitech Circle View doorbell. Gaurav, I've talked enough. Tell us about this doorbell. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. Uh, the Circle View doorbell, as you uh, briefly pointed out, is the first uh, consumer-facing uh, doorbell that is exclusively designed for Apple HomeKit and supports HomeKit Secure Video, um, which um, brings in the advanced features, um, you know, with the most notable one being face recognition. Uh, so we're super excited to launch that product uh, two days ago uh, in the U.S. Um, and uh, yeah, and 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 talking about the product itself, uh, we are very very excited because we've spent a lot of time thinking about. Uh, you know, details down to the minutia uh, of how the product should be uh, when it's replacing such a staple in people's homes uh, that was possibly the first notification device being a, an analog doorbell that you had was the first thing that would ring and, and technically notify you. In fact, so many digital devices after the fact even uh, replicated the chime that was um, on in your house. Um, so when we were thinking about bringing a smart doorbell to the market, we wanted to make sure that this was an extension of people's homes um, for guests that were coming to your house, as well as for the people who are actually buying the product for themselves um, and balance that in, in terms of making this an extension and, and inviting to guests while providing the best forms of notification available um, to the end user um, who's buying our product. Um, from a design perspective, uh, the product was conceived with uh, an architectural approach uh, to make sure that this really worked with any type of household, uh, whether you've got stucco walls, wood panels, concrete, um, siding, it doesn't matter. We wanted to make sure we could you know, bring this product in a way that would look good and feel good. And the product itself, the, the, the button experience, the actual front of the product, um, we wanted this to be premium and, 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 and extend a sense of quality. Um, so it has a seamless glass front with an integrated button behind the product um, where, you know, feeling that button as a, as a guest when you're pressing that, it feels good. Um, and then from the homeowner or the person who's uh, installed this at their house, for them, the smart notification experience through the Apple HomeKit experience is, uh, you know, uh, uh, comparable to, uh, it's just one of the best we've seen. You, you can get notifications right from your lock screen, be able to see 
the full view of the person that's at the door without even opening up any apps, be able to interact with that person, see who that is thanks to face recognition um, in the Apple HomeKit uh, environment. Um, you can get notified on your Apple TV if you have that. You can get notified um, on your HomePod and even be told who it is again with that I was, face I was just going to ask you that I was going to I was going to interrupt you and say because face recognition is something that I've just kind of been diving into I was actually while I was recording something before this I was setting up some faces on some other HomeKit cameras I have in my mm-hmm. house and I wasn't sure how the notifications would work because you know listen let, let's not pretend other companies don't exist out there there's there's mm-hmm. a couple other companies that make video doorbells um, not not many that are quite good in my opinion. To be perfectly honest, there's there's one company, and I'll, I'll you know Ring is the one that's been out there for the longest, and and they've really done this well. Um, so I'm I'm curious how the notifications work. So they will actually say Wendy's at the door or Mark is at the door if it actually notices that person and recognizes their face from your library. That's correct. That's, that's exactly it. Um, it it should be able to show you as I said in your lock screen on your Apple TV. Um, even your HomePod will announce it if they can, if if it knows and is able to pick that up, and that's a face that you've tagged. Um, it 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 seamlessly blurs through. I know we're in Zoom right now. I we actually have videos to show you what that looks like. You know that were recorded a few days ago, um, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, and then of course we wanted to make sure that your indoor chime, the thing that is in most people's yes. houses, can also be rung. But at the same time, adding a level of smartness to that so that you can actually temporary stop ringing the chime yeah. if you you know want to take a nap you want you have babies at home um, and you don't want that to ring because you don't want everyone in the house to be notified you can make these notifications personal through your um, apple devices instead of it being a loud um, uh, blaring experience but at times when you want that to happen that can be the case so well. for example when i'm recording interviews like this and amazon is at the door every five minutes and my uh, dog is going nuts I can yeah. actually silence that so the dog doesn't go crazy and I can record this without barking in the background. Absolutely, and you okay. can get a silent notification. You've just checked off like four boxes for me in terms of uh, in terms of use case benefits here. Uh, can you explain some of the uh, the rationale behind focusing on the HomeKit side of things other than billions of devices in use? I think that's a great, great question. I think for us, um, you know, we've supported Apple HomeKit all the way back from Circle 2. Um, and and as we were seeing that, you know, the, the uh, quality of the experience that was delivered has just been getting better and better and better. Um, and and from a user experience perspective, as I said, um, with the Circle View camera line as well as now the doorbell, um, we're just very very happy to be able to uh, go into an ecosystem where uh, every time there's a new feature, you see these amazing gains across. You know, face recognition suddenly becomes magical yeah. in terms of being able to show up on your phone, your TV, your um, your your HomePods, your HomePod minis. But another critical layer, of course, is privacy and security. You know, it's very important to us as we make security products um, that we wanted to uh, think about being able to support that further and further. And, you know, everything in, in the ecosystem is um, done locally in people's homes on the home hub. Um, the actual analyses, the intelligent detection. So that was super important for us. And and we wanted to give our consumers uh, a sense of uh, continued security and, and safety uh, with the products that we're, we're releasing. 
You know, what I love about companies like Logitech is that because you guys make so many different products, you can tell that there are lessons learned from other products or cues taken from other products that are that are adopted into the newer products. And we've seen this across, you know, the audio lineup or the gaming lineup. And now we're seeing this from the, on the camera side of things and the home security side of things because it's such a natural progression to go from the Circle 2 line to go to a doorbell because you take all the camera smarts that you had there, all the home kit smarts, and you put it into a, a device that is clearly um, a, a need in any home, and you're giving people the opportunity to to share this ecosystem. What kind of lessons were picked up from from the camera line of things that are we now see in the doorbell? I know the field of view is great. I know the quality. I'm sure the night vision is going to be phenomenal as well. That's a great question. I think for us, um, you know, what we learned was that uh, from what people expect and want from us is great video quality in a way that is simple. You know, they're not. Uh, you know, most people don't want to deal with uh, technical details around resolution, frames, et cetera. So we wanted to simplify that. And we actually started that with the circle view camera that you've you've got. We, we came up with the term true view. And for us, basically, that is um, simplifying this, this notion of video quality for end users and, and being able to present it in a way that says, hey, for this category of product, for this price point, this is the best in class video that we can give you. Um, so on the doorbell, what that means, um, and, and you'll see that it's slightly different for the camera because the camera has a different purpose. Um, but on the doorbell, what that meant was we wanted to think about giving people a head-to-toe view, which was critical when you're when you're at the door to be able to see people from close up because people people will press the button, come close, um, you know, stand back. Um, so we wanted to say, hey, how can we deliver this head-to-toe experience that you're used to when you actually physically um, see uh, when you're when you're there at the door, and with this product, we're able to deliver that. We have a 160 degree wide field of view with a three is to four format that's a portrait video format. Um, and what that means is you can basically see a person fully head to toe from just two feet away uh, for most doorbells, uh, uh, you know, at most doorbell heights. Uh, the next most important thing was accounting for different scene types uh, in this product. What that means is you know sometimes you have scenes where you've got lots of sunlight pouring in on part of the scene. Yeah. You've got shade in some part. Some houses are completely in shade uh, with a back that is uh, lit up because it's it's a it's a U-shaped home. And so we didn't want that to be a hassle for people to not be able to see clearly. So the product is always running in HDR, uh, which you're familiar with um, if you've got your phones. And what that means is you get crisp video no matter what time of day it is. And then lastly, night vision. I think this you just pointed out. You know, we're not trying to replace a long-range security camera with this product. This is meant to be a doorbell entrance experience. So in this case, we said, hey, for most people, that's a six-foot-ish distance that we need to cover. Let's give that to them in color because that's what you're trying to do. You know, the closer someone gets to your house, you want to see them in color. You want to see who it is uh, clearly. So the product has color night vision with an enhanced low-light mode for the sensor as well as an LED light that will turn on if it detects as insufficient light and stay on so that within that six foot range, you can actually see in clear uh, color, even if you don't have a porch light on. Um, So those three things in this product combined to create TrueView. On the camera, it was different. We wanted to make sure that there, we gave people longer range with 15 foot IR night vision, et cetera, and a wider field of view. So each product we wanted to learn and be able to give the best experience for that category. Does that light turn on regardless of ringing the doorbell as, as people approach it? 
So that's yeah, great. It, so that's it, a great security deterrent, even though it's not meant as a camera. But as someone approaches your door, if it's the middle of the night, there's a great deterrent there because it's going to turn on and it's going to make people realize, wait a second, I'm being watched here. or There's something that knows that I'm here, which is great. In, in fact, the light stays on. Um, it automatically detects it based on light level. So it doesn't okay. even require a person to walk up. Uh, it just stays on if there's insufficient light um, in front of the product. If you have a porch light and it says, hey, I don't need to do anything in the scene, you can. it, it, it won't turn on. And if you have sufficient light and you're like, hey, I don't want to use this light, you can actually manually disable that in the home app as well. Talk to talk to me a bit about the installation process here because I'm not I'm not you know typically scared of installing a doorbell. I know and and you know to, for those of you who've never taken a doorbell off your door, there's two wires. I mean, there's literally two wires that normally go to a transformer. Sometimes they don't, uh, and they end up going to the chime, and that gets gets its power somewhere. In my case, when I when I installed my first video doorbell, I went with this a powered version because I didn't want to deal with recharging batteries, right? So I took it off, I plugged it into two cables, and it was okay, but I realized that there was there was something off in the power line. So I, I actually did have to trace the line, find the transformer, replace it so that it worked there. You guys actually have taken this a step further and taken kind of the, the I guess, the any stumbling blocks out of the equation. Because in the U.S., you've partnered with a company called Hello Tech to help install those for people. So those of you who don't want to go down this road or don't want to screw it, you can't really screw anything up in the process, but you have a solution. So just talk to me about why that solution came to be. And I'm guessing it's probably because of people who are scared to do it themselves. I think great question. Yeah. I, and, and, and you sort of alluded to the answer partly. We wanted to make sure that installation was not a concern for people and being able to experience the product. As you said, right, um, you know, different people have different levels of comfort or time to deal with complexity like this, right? And uh, we wanted to make sure that this was you know, available to people right at the point of purchase, as well as after the fact. So, you know, if you don't want to deal with the hassle at all, you can buy a version of the product, which includes that installation uh, pre, uh, you know, it's pre pre included in the box. And all you do is redeem that code from our website, and it, it'll let you schedule an installation with our partners at HelloTech. Or if you know, if the products have been gifted, and you don't know if the person needs uh, that installation or, or not, even in the self-installations uh, product uh, package, what we do is make sure that we give you opportunities as you're opening the box, as you're trying to read the setup guide, as you're installing the product through the guide, we give you the ability to say, hey, this isn't for me. It's getting too complex. Um, I can, you can always hire a pro um, through HelloTech. Um, and it'll link you out directly, and you can you can add that a little, on a little prodding the along the way. Like, are you sure you want to go further? We have someone who can do this for you. <laughs> exactly, and 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 even speaking of installation for the self install, you know, self install approach, we really wanted to dig into something that you said was like, hey, troubleshooting along the way. We designed the entire flow in such a way that you can preview the experience in HomeKit to make sure the product works. You can test and see if the Wi-Fi is great at the doorbell location yeah. without having physically touched your existing doorbell at all. So that by the time you get to, to removing the doorbell, we include a template in the box. So you can check to see that the sizing is great. The cables are great. We really wanted to get down, as I said, um, to the minutia in ultimately how people feel pain in trying to set up these products. Um, because as you know, from Logitech's perspective, we are you know, we want our seamless experiences. We make plug and play devices. So getting into the space was critical for us to make sure that we can make that as seamless for people, regardless of whether they're, uh, you know, interested in installing it themselves 
or if they don't want to deal with any of that hassle um, and just provide it to the end user and consumers. Now, you mentioned wireless uh, connectivity there, and that's a big deal, too, because people don't realize sometimes, especially at the front door, that's not really the priority of where we're trying to get Wi-Fi in our house. You know, not everybody's sitting on their porch with a shotgun watching Netflix. Um, but some people are. I mean, no offense to those yeah. people. If they want to do that, they can they can do that. Just not here, hopefully. Um, but I mean, on, on board this, you got and I'll geek out a bit here, you know, uh, both 2.4 and 5 gigahertz, which is a big one because uh, most of these smart home devices focus only on the 2.4 side. So it doesn't really keep up with the days, but A, B, G, and A, C. And you've got MIMO antennas in there as well, which are very important as well for people who have mesh networking and stuff in their home. So you definitely have a, a lot of the solutions in, in place there. Um, I wanted to ask you something that's a little bit more down the road. You may not have the answer to this, which is um, a couple of months ago, people who have been following the smart home kind of evolution, um, Apple, I believe Apple, Amazon, uh, and a couple of their companies announced that they're going to be working on a standard so that things will work kind of cross-platform down the road. Is there any any insight into where that's going to go down the road? I'm guessing, obviously, if it's if they get to that standard and it obviously is backwards compatible, things will work. But is there any kind of inkling as to where that's going to take us and when we're going to see some kind of standard that works cross-platform like that? We're, we're watching the space as yeah. well. And, you know, we don't uh, we're, we're we don't comment on any future products in general um, or, or our portfolio or strategy. Um, that's our general approach. I'm sure, you, we're I'm sure you guys will be there when time comes. I'm not. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, before I let you go, tell tell us about availability. Obviously, you can you can go to logitech.com and you can order there as well. But it's also available on apple.com as well, right? That's correct. So the self installation uh, version of the product is available on apple.com as well as on logitech.com for one ninety nine ninety nine, um, and it's in the US. Um, and the professional installation is available from logitech.com. Um, and on Logi.com, we have a full guided flow that sort of makes sure that you can test your compatibility. You can you can make sure that you can decide um, on which version works about well for you. Um, and we make sure that you can you know test the compatibility of the product for your home before you even purchase that product. So it's a fully guided experience. And we later use that compatibility um, that you've put in on that device um, to make sure that your setup experience is simple. So we use the information that you've given us. Um, it's it's part of the setup guide actually. And it just flows through so that when you're wiring it up um, and connecting your chime, uh, connecting your doorbell, you don't need to rethink any of that. You've already told us, uh, you know, told us the the, uh, the website what it is, and uh, it'll just help you um, focus in on on getting that installation done as smoothly as possible. Do we know anything about availability outside of the U.S. right now, or is that just still to come? Uh, nothing yet. We're okay. you know we're looking at each uh, expanding uh, to to other countries, and we're we're working to figure out how we can bring this in the same way across uh, the world. Well, you know, people, obviously listeners who listen to this show, we will keep them informed um, and hopefully have you guys on again and talk about some innovations down the road. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Your Tech Report. We're going to take a quick break and come back and wrap up the show. There's more Your Tech Report after this. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. 
Kits. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous or sexy. Catch us on on the the Dean Blundell Blundell Network Network. or on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. Because Because democracy democracy is is something something you do. do.